Hey everybody, welcome to another podcast with Cribs. Before we get into our next guest, I just want to remind you that if you are looking for an investment property, looking for the next high growth market and want to know how to secure that good quality asset, you need to talk to me and the team. We are looking across the whole Australian Eastern Seaboard, only work with the best developers in the industry, can help you secure that asset, do the cash flows, have a good understanding about where you're going to find that growth. So ultimately, secure that investment and keep on building that fantastic portfolio to achieve the long-term dreams. Reach out to the team, have a chat to me, and let's get into this next show. Hey guys, Dominic Neshi here, and today we are with Lee from Innovative Home Loans. Lee, thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Mate, you are all over the Sutherland Shire area. You've been killing it for a long time. Got a long, extensive history with the majors, and you've brought a lot of that experience and that reputation with you, and that's caused you to grow very, very quickly. Can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and you know why you're doing so well today? Um, look, I guess as you sort of touched on uh, working with the majors, I started off at ANZ Mobile Lending, um, which I think was a really good base because it... Uh, you align to the, a major bank, so you've got one brand. So when you're when you're seeing clients, you can't sort of talk about rates and, and products so much. It's about the service. So you learn very early on that you've got to sell yourself and you've got to provide a great service to beat other brokers who can offer you know different products. So it was a really good stepping stone to get into eventually mortgage broking, as in with all the lenders. Um, and also with the mobile lending space, it's franchise, so it's self-employed. I wasn't self-employed, but I was a part of a small business. So again, it taught me about small business and yeah, and sort of going forward, I was there for five years. Um, when I left, I was the number one loan writer in the country. Um, so it was a, about time to sort of push on and do my own thing. Um, started the sort of the broking business with just over two years now. Um, and that was sort of, so we're coming, I'm coming up to seven years, eight years in the industry. Um, the... Going straight into broking, it's a whole different world to one sort of one product, um, but it allowed me to get clients not based on rates, which now I can offer all the rates, but still go you know with a good service. Man, I love that because it meant that you had to hone your craft, be an excellent broker, an excellent banker, and ultimately the most important thing is your client. Exactly. People think rates, people think rates, 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 price, but there's so many other things that matter outside of rates. And now that you have the ability to service your client appropriately and have rates, it's a real key competitive advantage I've noticed. Exactly. So it's sort of, it's service first, um, get the get the deal done and look after the client and the, the bonus or, you know, the cherry on top is the rate. So we've, we've known each other quite a while and one thing that we spoke about last time which I really appreciated is you do have a bit of time and attention on new entrants into the market. You run your own uh, group on Facebook as well and you yep. contribute, you invite contributors to bring different information. I think it's a millennial, millennial yep. group. First home buyers, Sutherland Shire. Um, yep. So that was sort of based on where I'm located. Um, so I just thought I'd niche that out. To, to the area I'm in. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, look, it's something, I guess I'm, I'm young myself, um, so I have a lot of friends and, and family, I guess, that are first home buyers. Um, I sort of attract those sort of people and it's it's just exciting, right? It's it's nice to get a client the second and third property, um, but the first home buyers, you can't beat the passion, you can't beat the excitement when they actually get it. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, and they're nervous, right? And they're nervous. They need education and it takes a little bit longer. Loan sizes aren't as, as big, but it's rewarding. That's mm. the, you know, and if I just did it for the money and, and, you know, that was the only reason I was doing broking, well, I'd go find bigger deals and, and do it that way. But, you know, to get me out of bed is the first home buyers because it's, it's, it's exciting. I remember when I f- um, bought my first property, it's, it's nerve wracking, it's exciting. And I sort of still bring that, you know, to this day when I'm seeing young people going, actually, they don't know how much of a deposit. They don't know what mortgage insurance means. They don't know what I think is the basic things. But if I look back again, when I bought my first place, it's like, actually, this is really foreign and people don't know. You can't, you can Google it, but you try and Google it, it means nothing. Oh, um, go Google you, ad- try and diagnose yourself when you have an illness. Yeah. You end up with cancer every single time. <laughs> exactly. So if you try and Google everything, you're going to end up with some tr- serious dramas. And Google doesn't have any empathy. Yeah. Google doesn't give you the right time, the ear to listen and actually care about what your circumstance is and what matters. Mm. Um, and you're right. If it was purely about first home buyers, you would uh, for about money, you'd never talk to first home buyers. Yeah, so exactly. Can you just share some of the solutions that you have made available to first home buyers? I mean, it's hard getting into the market. What's some things yeah. that you've done, some advice that you've given? Um, what are different things that you do to kind of guide buyers into the market? Um, look, the the... the the hardest thing for first home buyers, it's not necessarily, it's definitely not the mortgage repayments these days because rates are so low, right? And, and if they're renting, they go, you know, wow, okay, a $600,000 loan is X what? Okay, I'm paying more on rent. I can afford that. So that's the easy part. Income-wise, normally they can afford it. It's the deposit. That's mm. always the roadblock that I find with, because if you are renting or, you know, life's expensive, right? So it's hard to save. For the deposit and these days banks ideally want you 20 percent um you know if so if you're buying for six seven hundred grand that's you know you're looking 120 plus to get the 20 percent deposit plus if you're buying over 650 the stamp duty and the costs that's the hardest part so in the last probably uh, in the last three to four years guarantor's been a, a big thing um especially because the property market's gone up so much it's expensive um, so a lot of my clients that I'm finding is asking sort of mum and dad to use a bit of equity in their place. Um, you know, hopefully they've paid down their debt to a point or paid off their property. They've got a lot of equity instead of going, hey, mum and dad, give us you know 120 grand cash. Can we use a bit of that equity? Um, and it's a pretty safe option and allows really allows first home buyers to get into the market with very minimal cash. Essentially, you don't really need any of the deposit. If okay. You, if you've got the family to help. Yeah. Um, I encourage you to have some cash because it shows that you can save and you can pay off the mortgage. But in theory, you don't need it. So let me ask you then. So if people out there listening and they're looking to buy their first home, would you then, is there, would you recommend them coming and talking to you a few months in advance? Like get them sort of match fit if you were to go yeah. and get a loan? Are there things that you should do before you go and buy that property, before you get yourself ready? Yeah, exactly. Like I sort of say, like we, like actually Thursday week, we've got a first home buyer's night. Um, and I sort of encourage, even if you... So what's the date, time, place? <laughs> Thursday, the 26th of September yeah. at Ridges Cronulla at 6.30. Okay. Do you um, need tickets or how do you get in there? 
Uh, yes, you need tickets, free tickets. Um, we're going to have real estate agents, solicitors, financial planners um, on board Perfect. and talking. So those sort of nights are really, I'm sort of saying, even if you're thinking about it, you've got a dollar to your name or you've got you know, 100,000, 200,000, come along because even if it is two years that you're going to buy, you want to know how to do it. Mm. Um, and what I always find with first home buyers mainly is that they really think they've got to save 20%. So they sit there and save and save and save and save and never spoke to someone. If they spoke to me 12 months earlier, I could have said, oh, you know, you're 50 grand you have, you actually can go buy. And they go, oh, wow, mm. I've been saving for 12 months and property market's gone up. That would have been ahead. So I always say, look, have a chat early on and then we can stay in touch. You're right you there. Know? And that's something that I, I like to talk to clients about. They think the whole market's crashed. Anyone that says the market has crashed, you, you're absolutely joking because some markets have, some parts of the real estate market have absolutely tanked. But there are some, uh, some areas that have worked really well. Oh, if definitely. you've got a great unique asset, if you're going to go buy something that is in a particular build or a particular area and it's unique, you can grow. So I do like the idea of getting in a little bit earlier and not saving to 20%. You're going to pay a little bit of lenders, mortgage insurance and whatever mm, else. Mm. But there are, if you go talk to your accountant, there are certain <laughs> tax incentives yeah. or, uh, to, to get around that. Um, so what do you Definitely. think? Do people, should they wait till they get 20% or the, is there a, a middle ground? It's, oh, look, it's about the numbers. So like, you know, I, I'm cons daily talking to first home buyers, you know, okay, if you bought today, it, it might cost you $10,000, $15,000 of lenders, mortgage insurance. For you to save to not pay that mortgage insurance might take you another twelve months. I see. You tell me if say that property is worth six fifty in twelve months time, is it going to be worth seven hundred, seven fifty? And if it is, you should have just paid the ten grand mortgage insurance twelve months before, bought the property, and you're ahead. Do you have so, to pay it out of cash or? No, it just gets added onto the loan. Okay. So you just pay interest on it. Um, so it allows you to get in the market. So I guess a lot of people see mortgage insurance as a negative thing. Mm. It isn't ideal, but it's the way it is. You Can know, you tell you, us kind of what it is as well? So lenders mortgage insurance, it's based on the risk from the banks. So they're going to external insurers and getting insurance to cover themselves because the deposit is low against the value of the property. So they're just covering their own ass, I guess, to a degree, um, in case uh, they, you know, the, the, the borrower uh, stuffs their repayments and whatever, the bank has to sell the property. They've got insurance to cover them. And because the deposit is the yeah, loan to value ratio, essentially. Okay, so, so it the doesn't bank help the borrower. So, if correct me if I'm wrong, so the bank thinks that you're higher risk, mm. and they make you pay for insurance against yourself, kind of thing. If yes. you default, perfect. Exactly, that's, I like it. That's the bank. Okay, um, but uh, just quickly, as you said, they everyone thinks it's negative, which I do agree, it's not great. But if you spin it around as a positive thought, as in it gets you in the market. Time value of money. Exactly. You know, you're in it. 12 months later, property's gone up. You're ahead. You know, it's and if it's that it. home that you really want. Exactly. If yeah, it's exactly. that home that your missus wants, just go and get it. Exactly. And if it's a family home, you're going to be in it for 10 to 15 years. Really doesn't matter. No. Just <laughs> get the property that you want. Yeah. So I want to talk to you about something else because this is quite a topical thing. People mm. always talk about rent vesting. Yes. <laughs> I want to talk to talk to you about it because you are the perfect example of the ideal environment for rent vesting. 
where you have investment property, but you don't. You have a property that you don't live in, mm-hmm. and then you're renting somewhere. Can you can you elaborate a little bit about that story? The values. Give me <laughs> give, give us some insights. Um. Oh, look. Before I, I guess, yeah. Personally, yeah, we've decided to move out of our place, rent that, and go rent another house. Um. That's that's purely based on our where we want to live. Um. So we we sort of moved out of a suburb to a better suburb in a sense. Um. So we can live there. Lifestyle point of view, family point of view, it it's, makes sense. We we we're getting rent for our house. We're paying rent. It, it's much of the muchness, but we're living in a better suburb in a better house. So you're renting where you want to live, exactly, and you're investing <laughs> where you're going to make money, where you can afford. Exactly, and I guess your probably next question is, can first home buyers do that? And what's the how does that look at? So we sort of say to our clients who are potentially struggling to save more money, you know, if you want to live in Bondi and get that one-bedroom apartment that might cost $800,000, you might be saving for the next four years. But you have $50,000 now. Why don't you go invest in a market like Queensland, Brisbane, wherever, that's a little bit cheaper, can get you into the market, um, you know, Rent money is dead money, they say. But if you've got an asset that's working for you, um, someone else is paying your mortgage while you rent where you want to live, it makes sense. So and all the interest on that investment is a tax deduction. Exactly. You if know. you've got a new property, then you have depreciation. There's all these different little things and mechanisms that you can put in place to make this investment really work for you while you're living where you want to live. Exactly. In an ideal world, from a tax point of view, you'd never have owner-occupied debt, you'd have investment debt. So yeah. they talk about good debt, bad debt. Bad debt is owner-occupied debt. It's car loans, that kind of thing. Good debt is investment properties. So really, you would never own your own property in mm. theory and have owner-occupied debt. You have investment debt because yeah. it's a tax deduction. But you know. We can get into some advanced <laughs> strategies because if you buy your own home, you live in it, renovate it and sell it, there's some different capital gains, incentives and a whole bunch of strategies. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, he's right. I think... For young entrants, people getting into the market, there are better ways than just buying your own home and struggling yourself to death. Yeah. It's just, there's, yeah, there's not always one way. Think outside the box. Um, is there more options? And speaking to someone like myself or, you know, experienced brokers, experienced investors, whoever it is, can sort of help you in that way. And, and at least you've got all your options and then you can decide. Awesome. Well, mate, thank you very much for coming in today. We've covered some really good topics. I hope you got a lot of value. Have you got any parting thoughts or anything you wanted to sort of throw away? Um, Look, as as we sort of said, uh, if you're thinking about buying first home buyers, doesn't matter what stage you're at, get in touch with a broker um, because it is important to understand when you can buy and how you buy. And if it's one, two years away, just, you know, find out how you do it. Um, And you look, as you said, hosting a night, next thursday come along um hit us up for tickets and um it should be a good night i'll leave all these details in the video thank you all chat to you soon thank you